there is no limit on how much time can go by before you submit your receipts. So here we are in 2023. If I were to have a medical procedure that cost $1,000 and I kept my receipts and I was nice and tidy and organized, and then fast forward 20 years and I wanted to retire and I wanted retirement income, I might have all of my medical receipts that I've never submitted for reimbursement. So I just paid for all of those medical costs out of pocket and not elected to use my HSA. So then I could, in turn, submit all my medical receipts and receive tax-free income later in life. Welcome to the Advisor Podcast. I'm Paul Morton, a certified financial planner professional. The M-Advisor podcast exists to help busy professionals get an educated and clear vision about money. Talking about money is difficult enough as it is. Discover the confidence in creating a customized financial plan in a calm and casual environment. Not every professional should have the same financial plan. Everyone is different. Let's celebrate that. Every financial plan should be different too. Music used in this show is by the band Forum. Discussions in this show should not be construed as specific recommendations or investment advice. Always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions. Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research Inc., a broker-dealer, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Cambridge and M-Advisor are not affiliated. Welcome to the M-Advisor podcast. I'm Paul Morton. The M-Advisor podcast comes out on payday the 15th and 30th of each month. M-Advisor provides customized financial plans for busy professionals. Today, let's talk about your HSA that you have at work. HSA stands for Health Savings Account. And an HSA coincides with what's called a high deductible health plan. HDHP, you might see it. And a high deductible health plan is just a PPO, medical insurance plan, with a higher deductible. And the main purpose of an HSA is to put money aside on a tax-favored basis to afford or to pre-save for that higher deductible. The reality is that you can pre-save for a multitude of health expenses through the HSA. Every year, I enroll a lot of clients in benefits through many different hospital systems. And some of the hospital systems offer a high deductible health plan. The high deductible health plan is typically cheaper than the PPO, yet the benefits are identical. The only difference is that in a high deductible health plan, you pay the deductible upfront first. So you have more ownership in the upfront cost of your medical care. And then the health insurance plan more or less takes over from there. So if you look at total benefits paid from a PPO with a corresponding high deductible health plan, typically they will have the same amount of total benefits payable and maximum out-of-pocket costs. It's just that the high-deductible health plan is more front-loaded in the out-of-pocket cost than the PPO. First of all, in order to be eligible for an HSA, you must have a high-deductible health plan. You cannot fund an HSA without 
a high deductible health plan. For the year 2023, an individual can fund up to $3,850 annually for that year in an HSA. A family can fund up to $7,750 for the year 2023. If you have two gainfully employed individuals, both with access to high deductible health plans and HSAs, one who maybe has the family medical plan, they couldn't opt for the family funding of $7,750. And then additionally, the individual, the other spouse who's gainfully employed with access to a high deductible health plan, fund an individual HSA at $3,850. The family plan, the family amount of funding, the $7,750, is the maximum Per household. So you cannot blend those. So if one individual has an HSA that they fund as a family and another individual in the same household has an HSA, a spouse, then the $7,750 is the maximum aggregate between both spouses that can go into the HSA. And how an HSA is designed to work is $3,850 goes into the HSA for that year. And the $3,850 that goes in is deducted from or removed from earned income. So if you made $103,850, then you would pay taxes on $100,000 because that additional $3,850 went into the HSA and was removed from your taxable income. So you get a tax deduction. So it works very similar to a retirement plan on the funding. In order to get money out, you can request money at any time. However, in order to get money out tax-free, you must submit receipts to show proof of medical care rendered and paid for, and the medical care that was rendered and paid for will be reimbursed on a tax-free basis. So when you take money out of that HSA account, you're not going to pay taxes on it. It went in tax-deferred and it's going to come out tax-free. So that's how it was designed to work. Furthermore, you can request money at any time, but you pay a penalty plus taxes on that money if it's not for medical care. So it's not a savings account. It's a health savings account. It is, for all intents and purposes, single-purpose money. However, after you turn age 60, the penalty for requesting non-medical distributions goes away. So if you request a distribution where you do not have a receipt to back up a reimbursed expense, then you just pay taxes on the distribution, not taxes plus penalty. Currently, there are no statutes of limitations on when care was rendered to submit for reimbursement. Let me say that one more time. There is no limit on how much time can go by before you submit your receipts. So here we are in 2023. If I were to have a medical procedure that cost $1,000 and I kept my receipts and I was nice and tidy and organized, and then fast forward 20 years and I wanted to retire and I wanted retirement income, 
I might have all of my medical receipts that I've never submitted for reimbursement. So I just paid for all of those medical costs out of pocket and not elected to use my HSA. So then I could, in turn, submit all my medical receipts and receive tax-free income later in life. Because with an HSA, the amount of money that you have in the account can be invested. And with many HSAs, they can be invested in just about anything an IRA can be invested in. So you can be as aggressive or conservative in your investments really as you want. And so what a lot of people end up doing is use the HSA as an extra tax deduction for a higher income if you are a physician at a hospital. And sometimes if they either have little to no medical expenses or if they elect to pay cash with medical expenses because you are not forced to use your HSA. It is an elective to use your HSA for reimbursement. Some physicians and some individuals will pay for care out of pocket and just save the HSA for later because you can also use that HSA to purchase your Medicare premiums on a tax-favored basis. One thing that oftentimes gets confused is the difference between an HSA and an FSA. An HSA stands for Health Savings Account. In a health savings account, you keep it in perpetuity until you use it. An FSA, it looks and feels the exact same. It has the same limits, contribution limits. However, with an FSA, it is a use it or lose it type of strategy. Money goes in with an FSA pre-tax and you have to use it that year or any benefits or funding that is unused may be surrendered and forfeited. So I've had I have had both an FSA and an HSA. The FSA is and can be a little stressful if you don't have regular medical expenses, but it can also be just a quick way to have your PPO or your regular health insurance and still set money aside for deductibles and copays and whatnot. In summary, an HSA, a health savings account, coincides with a high deductible health plan. The health savings account can be invested for future use, and it allows to fund medical care costs and expenditures, including Medicare premiums, on a tax-favored basis. An HSA, in my opinion, is one of the more useful tools that's available to us, but only if the high-deductible health plan makes sense for you and your family. If the high deductible health plan does not make sense for you and your family, I would not suggest changing the health insurance plan for the negative, if it is negatively impacting your family, to access the HSA. Thank you for listening. I'm Paul Morton. This is the M Advisor Podcast. The M Advisor Podcast will come out once again on payday, the 15th and 30th of each month. M Advisor provides customized financial plans for busy professionals. Thank you for being here. I will talk to you next payday.